This is the Future State Project with me, Rob Westervelt, Episode 8, The Audience. W. Edwards Deming is credited with observing every process is perfectly designed to deliver the results it gets. If we believe that innovation is messy and imperfect and unknowable, we build processes that operationalize those beliefs. And that's what many companies have done, unwittingly designed innovation processes that perfectly churn out mediocrity. We don't have to settle for that. There's a better question to ask, one that can help us understand the causality underlining a customer's decision to pull a new product into his or her life. What job did you hire that product to do? The good news is that if you build your foundation on the pursuit of understanding your customers' jobs, your strategy will no longer need to rely on luck. In fact, you'll be competing against luck when others are still counting on it. You'll see the world with new eyes, different competitors, different priorities, and most important, different results. You can leave hit or miss innovation behind. That is from the book, Competing Against Luck, The Story of Innovation and Customer Choice by Clayton Christensen, my man, and a slew of other folks, Taddy Hall, Karen Dillon, David S. Duncan. Who is your audience? Have you ever thought about that? How many of you are trying to impress or please the wrong people? I love this idea of rethinking what your product is. We've all got a product. We're all selling something. It could be an idea, could be a thing, could be a service, could be a function. We're all selling something. This is why I told you in many other podcasts, there's only two things that produce results. Innovation, creating a solution, and marketing, creating a customer. And I've told you before how even if you're a, a parent, maybe you're a full-time parent, guess what? There's probably a time when... If you haven't already said it, you're going to say it. I'm not buying that. What you're not buying is what your kid is selling. But let's, let's talk about this idea that people don't buy products. They hire products to do a job for them. Now, this gets back to the audience. Who's buying what you are selling? Now, you might even need to back it up even further than that, right? What are you selling? What are you selling? What are you about? What is your solution? And if you recall, we had a podcast recently called Defining the Problem. You can't create a solution if you don't know what the problem is. And you can't know what the problem is if you don't know who has the need 
that would be the end user. So I want you to think about who is your audience and how much of that valuable time that we talked about in the time episode are you wasting impressing or pleasing the wrong audience? Now, I do want to back up just a minute here and remind you of something. Sometimes people have multiple bosses. And those bosses are not on an org chart. They're in the person's mind. They're trying to, they're trying to, they're working for all these people who don't pay them. Think about that. Where you're trying to do something for person A who doesn't even work for the organization. Or maybe they work in a different part of the organization, but they're not the person who's going to give you your review. I want you to think about that. Who is your audience? Back it up even further. You're solving problems all of the time. You are a problem solver. If you remember um, in uh, several episodes I talked about, you're a creator. You're made in the image of the ultimate creator. So let's think about this. You have things that only you are supposed to create. You were put on this earth to create those things. And this is what I mean when I'm talking about tapping into that inner innovator. When we suppress our creativity, we get depressed. We feel like we're not doing what we're made to do. And that's true. There's a reason why you feel that way, because it's true. So part of tapping into your inner innovator is understanding who you're innovating for. Who is your audience? Sometimes it's you. But you know what? It's really important that it's clear that that's the case. You need to know when you are the audience. You need to be aware of that. Because if you're trying to solve problems for other people and you're ending up really just doing something for yourself, that could cause a problem because you might have some very different needs than the people whose needs you're actually trying to solve, which gets back to this book. What job did you hire that product to do? So thinking about that when people are coming to get that solution they're not consuming it they're hiring it to do a job for them so let's think about this for a minute you you don't buy a smartphone you hire a smartphone to do a job for you and in some cases there's multiple jobs that your smartphone's going to do for you it's going to take pictures for you. you're hiring that product to take your pictures to record your life events video voice memos heck i'm doing a podcast using my phone so i'm hiring it for all kinds of things now if i hire it to do a job and it doesn't do the job well guess what happens it gets fired. So think about that. This can happen in your own personal life. 
You're hired to do a job. One of them, if you're a parent, is to raise your kids. They didn't hire you to be their friend. They hired you to be their parent. There's some people who are doing the wrong job. But let's let's look at other aspects of our lives. What are we being hired to do? It helps to have clarity on that, doesn't it? So maybe you're feeling a little unsettled. It's really hard to innovate when you don't know who your audience is. So let's take this podcast. People are hiring this podcast and they're paying with their time. What are they doing? What are they hired to do? Who is my audience? Well, I'll tell you. I have individual people that I'm thinking of when I do this podcast. Those individual people become a segment each of them might be different segments because I'm speaking to specific people that I have in mind. Sometimes it's a construction of people that I have in mind, but I'm thinking of those people. And the idea is, is that there's probably other people like them out there who need to hear the message, who could benefit from hiring this podcast. Hopefully, what this podcast is doing is it's helping you to tap into your inner innovator. It's encouraging you to be the creator you were created to be and to bring those creations out, especially within your organization, especially within my organization. I need more innovators. The more innovators we get, the more solutions are created, the better the world is. The more marketers we have, the more customers we create, and the better our world is. So it's really important to think about who is your audience. Why are you doing what you're doing? What are they hiring you to do? Sometimes we think that the whole point is to make something or to do something. And so we spend a lot of our time with checklists, getting those to-dos done, having a deliverable, without asking the question, what job am I being hired to do? What job is this thing I'm making being hired to do? And following up and finding out, did it do the job? You can go into any occupation, any sphere of life. This will apply to that situation. Who is your audience? What are they hiring you to do? What are they hiring your product to do? Is that to do being accomplished? So the people who really understand this concept guess what they're doing? They're hitting it out of the park. Because for them, the transaction doesn't end with the sale or the meeting or the checklisted item. They're consumed with one thought. Am I doing what I was hired to do? Is my product 
doing what it was hired to do? And if not, why not? And what can I do to make sure that I get the job done? Super important. But back again on a personal level, when we're innovators, especially when we're at work, this is a really important question to continue to ask yourself, to ask your supervisor, what am I being hired to do? What job am I being hired to do? Because guess what? We're in a changing environment. Most of us are in a dynamic environment. And things change. The situation changes. And when the situation changes, you've got to ask the question, what job am I being hired to do? Or what job is my product now being hired to do? Let me back up here. Let me give you an example. Higher education. I work in the higher education space. Been doing it for over 20 years now. And I can tell you this. If you were to say, what job did the student hire this product to do for them? That You're going to have a few different segments here. Some of them are saying, hey, well, I hired you to help me get a job. That's one group. Others are like, you were hired by my parents to help me sort of go to adult finishing school. Another group, I hired you to help me develop as a human being and find my friends for life. And there's probably several other segments that are going to have different reasons why they hired our university. Then you got another set of people who also are, you know, buying the product, businesses. Some of them are paying people to go here and they're saying, hey, look, I'm hiring you to do a job. It's really important that we understand what are these various jobs that we're being hired to do and who that audience is. So I wanted to leave you with that. The audience is super important. But as I said in the beginning, make sure that you're not trying to impress and please the wrong people and make sure you understand the job you're being hired to do. Why is this important? Again, it goes back to innovation. It goes back to defining the problem, the need of the end user. What are your insights? One of your insights is going to be, what is the job they're actually hiring this product to do? What are they hiring me to do if you're a service provider or if you're working for somebody in a department or, um, or if you're at home? What am I being hired to do? I want you to think about that. Think about your audience. If you got the wrong audience, here's the positive thing about that. It's good that you know now and not later. Again, I've mentioned this in another podcast. We all have false beliefs. The problem is we don't know which ones are false. So when we find out that we have a false belief, we should be so happy because now 
we get to get rid of that belief. So if you believe or if you find out that you're serving the wrong audience, good. Change. Figure it out. What are you being hired to do? Who are you being hired by? That's your audience. So remember, as you go about your day, maybe you're going to go to sleep. Maybe you're just waking up. Maybe this is the middle of the work day. Remember this. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be awesome.